0: Backlist and Chill Land. I'm Ali from near Philadelphia. I'm Sinna from Ohio. And this is Backlist and Chill. Today we are starting season 12. We begin episode one. We are talking about LJ Smith's Nightworld. What is the book we are reading today? Sinna.
1: Okay, but I do have to stop you already and roll it back about thirty-five seconds. Backlist and Chill Land? Did Backless we? And did we open something up while I wasn't looking? <laughs> like a whole park? Oh, why didn't you tell me? Where's, Dave should all, have told you. Where's the revenue? First um, of all, check the Patreon. <laughs> I did. That yeah, do, like, that's like enough it. for a No one's park. coming to Backlist and Chill Land. <laughs> So what you're telling me is that we're, like, horrifyingly in debt.
0: (laughs) We need to do this episode. Okay. All right. make sure (laughs) that they don't take away my car that I own outright.
1: We're adding this to the fiction. This episode that you're listening to right now is going to keep Ollie's car from getting repossessed because they opened a theme park based around our very, very tiny podcast while I was looking, apparently, with my
0: boyfriend. Our super niche podcast has opened its own fun land No a forbidden game. Now, Ollie, I hate to put you on the spot,
1: but you did do this, so I have to ask... What rides exactly are
0: in this park? Well, first, I do want to mention that we sell a lot of alcohol
1: here, and <laughs> we have our liquor license.
0: We do have our liquor license. that is the thing that put me in the most debt is the booze.
1: <laughs> That's wild because
0: apparently there are rides too, but somehow the liquor i mean they're not very good rides yet we We do have a hay ride, okay, um, cool. It it takes you through the night world. It's still in development because I've only read one book. Yeah, no shit. Why would you start there? We've read <laughs> so many I, other series. Well, like, what am I supposed to do? It needs to stay relevant and up to date.
1: <laughs> it's, it listen they'll always be relevant you know what would have been more relevant some sort of vampire ooh a vampire diaries haunted house that takes place I mean, in a gym you assume that
0: i haven't got other rides well this okay, is this so is there true. are more walkers I, it is definitely a haunt park <laughs> okay cool that makes more sense yeah cuz that's at least something i know how to do mhm and we have an area that um like the the traveling folks who bring their games they were able to theme it. Uh mm-hmm. Dominique's um hunter gym. So Ooh, you to, like, incredible. Th- throw stakes at balloons yes. that are like painted yes. like vampires. Yes. Yes. And win prizes, of course. Little, little I love questions. that.
1: And obviously yeah. there's merch. There's Dominique Vita's uh vampire hunting gym merch. Oh yeah,
0: the T shirt. That yeah. that is mm-hmm. where we're making most of our money, to be honest in merch. 'Cause like two of those have sold, so Oh
1: my god! Two whole shirts. And two whole shirts. <laughs> Twice Thanks, as Raven. much as I would have expected.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and like the good part too is that like those people show up with their like their trucks. Um, that like mm-hmm. they've got these trucks that like the side flips open. Um, and like there's a just DeLorean? like no, not like a Delorean. Um, I guess it's more like one of those those box trucks. Oh,
1: okay, like a like a semi kind of
0: thing. Yeah, yeah, but no, they 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 flip open, and then the whole game is in there. It's really cool.
1: Oh, okay, you mean like an ice cream truck kind of deal, like one of those?
0: <laughs> if the ice cream truck like flipped open like a
1: transformer, i <laughs> feel like, I'm throwing darts, and like they're getting closer, but still really not close. quite.
0: No, no. You're getting really. <laughs> now you've been to a carnival. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> those those things are just truck bed type or um shipping containers that are flipped open. Like they, I did you, not. Know you that. roll up the top and then it and then it rolls down the side. That's so unsafe. I know, but <laughs> this is this is on them, and therefore I don't have to like pay them. Oh, they get okay. paid. Yeah,
1: they're like contractors.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's the haunted house is forbidden game themed. Obviously.
1: Oh, okay. You know what? That is a better choice.
0: Yeah. That one's very good. Unfortunately, no one will go in it because they heard about, like, the first people who went through and only, like, one of them got back out, so.
1: Well, yeah, but they got to meet Julian, so I feel like it's probably worth it.
0: I think so. I mean, you confront did hire... your deepest fear and meet Julian. Oh, we hired the best actor for Julian. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going
1: to say, you did hire Julian, obviously.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't have that without, like, a good Julian. We can rotate through the Creeper and the Lurker, but, like, Yeah, you know. of course. Yeah, no, like, I went through a rigorous auditioning process on that mm-hmm. one. I was really looking forward to just showing this to you, but I guess I jumped <laughs> the gun by calling it... It did. <laughs> land. ...I should have made the reveal first you to you, up. my partner.
1: <laughs> you fucked up in the
0: first five seconds of the podcast, <laughs> and now we're six minutes in and we're still here. <laughs> I'd love to tell you more about this land, but you should probably ask Dave, because he's written an entire... <laughs> <laughs> An entire map up about it, all the His different p- lands <laughs> brochure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Oh, oh beautiful but night world hayride coming soon.
1: <laughs> I'm looking forward to it expanding. Like yeah. eventually, we're gonna get some like, like a Holly Black like tournament fight in there. Oh, that'd be fun. Like a, a nice Fey court, you
0: know, somewhere yeah. in the back. Could just expand it to like a whole like changeling Fey Holly Black style Renaissance fair. Oh, that would be amazing. And we could the have, The two like, dark court
1: and the light court areas. And we could have, like, um that one Annette Curtis-Klaus thing that was sci-fi. We could have, like, a Ooh, alien sort secrets? of sci-fi sh- ship
0: back I there. Mean, sci-fi is an underrated horror mm-hmm. haunt. I remember trying to convince my previous boss that we needed to turn the fucking wooded wasteland into a sci-fi-themed one. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know. I don't think it's scary. And I'm like, just because you don't think aliens are scary doesn't mean there aren't lots of people who think aliens are scary. There's a whole franchise around it, my dude. <laughs> right. Sci-fi can be terrifying. If you do it right, please let me do it right. <laughs> <coughs> Dying? <coughs> I'm Fine. It okay. was very funny. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's, there's something for every season. So, currently, there's, you know, 12. 12 wow. 12 things. There are 12 things, 12 Well, 11, because this one's in development. That's true. That's so
1: cool. I can't believe you did all that while I wasn't looking.
0: It was a lot of work in the past two weeks. (laughs) Two weeks? I mean, Dave and I have been working on this for a while. I assume he's got the plans, like, on the wall and everything. Oh, is that what that was? Oh, see, you thought it was just for his story. I did. That's the problem. I didn't read it. I was, yeah, yeah. was very
1: private about his stuff, so I wanted to give him his privacy. No, that's good.
0: Well, happy very early birthday or very late birthday present.
1: You know what? If it's a whole park, it's probably both. Yeah. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem like it. it seems like it's going to be the gift that keeps on taking uh, <laughs> unless more people join our patreon
0: <laughs> this is why we keep going <laughs> to pay my, our my junker park. car needs to stay in my possession we <laughs> <laughs> just have to
1: keep going
0: to pay off this preemptive theme park that we made <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is what happens when you make deals with, you know, creatures that show up and are just like, what if I give you a bunch of money and you you do something with it? What will you give me? I'm like, I don't know, my car.
1: Wait, now, when you say creature, do you mean the bank? Maybe. I hope so. They said (laughs) they were from the bank. (laughs)
0: The bank approached you, like, we'll give you all this money. What will you give me? What will you give me in exchange <laughs> for success and riches? I don't know, my car <laughs> if I fail at it. Otherwise, the money you've lent me. It is essentially a pay bargain. Can <laughs> you imagine if the fucking banks were like that?
1: I think that was what happened in 2008.
0: They were like, what will you give me? I've got these baby teeth. <laughs> His baby teeth, because yeah, you know, the fae. Oh,
1: okay, your baby teeth. Yes, I thought yes not you had a baby's it. teeth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if they asked, I would be not able to take that deal. Cause it's just no. I draw a line. It's stealing a baby's teeth. I guess you don't really want it, huh? I guess at that point, I probably would have come to human like Senna. So,
2: <laughs> will you? We steal have an opportunity.
0: Teeth? But,
1: do you know any babies? And I would be like, yes, I know at least two. Give me
0: two days.
3: <laughs> Give me two days.
0: <laughs> See, that's the problem. I didn't I didn't think to include you on this because it seemed like a nice surprise. Probably could have gotten more with them baby teeth. Yeah, listen, when they come back to get your car, we'll just be ready. <laughs> with a baseball bat and some baby teeth. <laughs> Wait, what? Why both? Just in case they decide it's too late
1: to no, have baby fair. teeth. That's fair. <laughs> the, the baby teeth,
0: the baseball bat, and the Julian actor. Just to have all of our bases covered. <laughs> it's true. They might just take one look at look at the Julian actor and be like, we'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like, sorry, bud. You were really great. I mean, you should have looked at the contract. <laughs> <laughs> uh, such is the way.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's the life of a freelancer.
0: That's true. So, what are you drinking?
1: So, I found a drink called a Black Rose. <gasps> hey. Lovely. I also don't think we said what book we're reading, because I did derail us immediately. So we're oh, that's Secret true. So,
0: Vampire. let's roll back. <laughs> hey, Senna. Yeah. So, we're doing Night World number one. What book is that?
1: Oh Well, before we get going, I really did talk to you about something that you said almost immediately after
0: we started. No! (laughs) We're kind of a time loop. We've done this before. You don't remember. Uh, Remember what? You said something about a park or a land? No. Oh, that was just a silly little joke. Okay. Well, we'll move on.
1: So today... (laughs)
2: Today, Ollie learned the power of no, (laughs) but. No, that was too funny.
0: (sighs) (sighs) Thank you, thank you. I'm, free. Yes, Sweating. I'm so used to yes ending with you the joke <laughs> of no of no, but
1: so, like, sometimes sometimes you just gotta say no and move on. <laughs> hey, this silly thing? not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was me. I made the joke continue. <sighs> So what's Uh, this book? Anyway, so we're reading, I was tempted to do it again, but I won't. (laughs) We're reading
0: uh, Secret Vampire by L.J. Smith. Yes, we are. And what are you drinking?
1: Well, I also wanted to just let you know that we are 15 minutes into this (laughs)
0: podcast. (laughs) Clearly we're having a good time. Oh, man. Okay. You're gonna like cut all that and throw it at the end. <laughs> oh, absolutely
1: not. They will have no, you're to suffer it. through
0: it. I love it. <laughs> suffer through it
1: to get here. Anyway, so uh I it's dude, we are back to a wealth of drinking possibilities. Indeed. There were so many options. I know. But I decided to go easy and I found a recipe for something called a black rose. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and then I cheaped out and just made my own thing.
2: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: So a traditional black rose is bourbon, blackberries, not blackberry juice. You take a handful of blackberries and you shake them up
0: <laughs> Okay.
1: until they're like pulverized and then you strain them into the drink with a rosemary simple syrup. Obviously, I'm not going to do the hard parts.
0: Oh my God, but I would love to make you some rosemary simple syrup.
1: I would be open to it, but I don't know that I would like it, which is why I did not waste my Understandable.
0: time. Understandable. It could be overpowering.
1: Yeah, I've seen rosemary simple syrup in a lot of drinks that I've looked at, so it must be something. Yeah. Anyway, I'm drinking bourbon and blackberry juice. Uh the juice turned out to be like amber-colored, even though in the bottle it looked like it was at least dark red. So I had Mm -hmm. to fake the black part. Wow, because it's so
3: black.
1: Yeah, that's food coloring, my dude.
0: I'm fine with that. It still looks super cool.
1: If you Google black rose, though, people at home, that's what it should have looked like and that is very pretty.
0: Okay. I'm gonna... Oh, lovely. Isn't it? That is beautiful. It's like a very... You know, it's probably... Uh, what you would expect to see a vampire drinking.
1: Right? It's just so dark red.
0: Yeah, it's very lovely.
1: Very, very pretty.
0: Super duper pretty.
1: So that's what I'm doing. What are you doing, Ollie?
0: So I had decided what I wanted to drink before I even started reading this book. Oh, okay. Uh, Because I had been re-listening to a bunch of our old episodes as I had to drive an ungodly amount last month. And so uh, I was, as I've mentioned, I was tired of my, my music, weirdly, and <laughs> just listened to our podcast episodes. And we had brought up in one of the episodes that you were going to do an absinthe drink, but you couldn't find absinthe. And then, like, when you did, it was very expensive. Yep. But it was going to be with pineapple. And I mentioned, oh, I would do absinthe with pineapple soda. Okay. So I did dance hall. I did... Pineapple soda, store brand because you really can't find anything else. Nobody like <laughs> makes it. And then some Seagram's ginger ale.
2: That sounds great.
0: Yeah, the really interesting part of it is that um, so it's it's like one shot, one one ounce of absinthe, and then like three or four ounces each of the pineapple and the ginger ale. When I first was sipping it, like I had no no flavor to it. I was like, what the fuck? I had that moment of. Do I have COVID? But I had, like, just eaten a chocolate chip muffin. So, like, (laughs) like, no, I don't have COVID. (laughs) But as it has sat here in its ice, it has, like, developed its flavor or something. Like, it now tastes very light. You can't really taste the absinthe at all. It's very good. Um, Good. The pineapple has just that nice fruity tinge at the end. So I wanted to ask you what I should call it. Mm -mm. Should I just call it, like, a poppy?
1: I mean, I think that's a cute name for sure.
0: I it's got a little pineapple and ginger ale. Mm, mm, mm,
1: mm. What you got What you got? A sex pixie.
2: A sex
0: pixie. No, too perfect. <laughs> because the pixie and the green fairy. <laughs> I love it. A sex pixie. Yes. All right, that's it. That's its official name. Nothing else. A sex pixie. I love it. it's delicious. Good so so we're ready for a,
1: a blurby blurb we are where did you get your blurb
0: i'm reading from the hardcover edition of the night world the reprint from mm. 1996 i think uh i mean it
1: was published in 1996
0: Oh, okay then this is probably the 2016 one
1: the big red one yeah yes those are That's fucking
0: beautiful. beautiful ass covers
1: i love those
0: So good. And now I understand some of the, like, imagery on it. Yeah. They did a good job. All right. The pain was something Poppy couldn't ignore. The diagnosis was death. There was no hope until James appeared in the darkened hospital room. James, her best friend and secret love, the most handsome boy in El Camino High. But this was a James she didn't know, menacing yet irresistible as he offered Poppy the gift of eternal life only he could open the door to the night world and spirit her into its lonely secret universe one dizzying kiss and she can see into his soul she finds that he has always loved her their soulmates but can she follow him into death and beyond it's a desperate choice and poppy's time is running out
1: that is also what's on the back of my first edition from 1996
0: Oh, good, because now I'm going to read you the one that Goodreads has and lists as the initial fucking paperback from 1996. Gross. The diagnosis for Poppy was death. There was no hope until James, her best friend and secret love, appeared in the hospital. But this was a James she didn't know. He offered Poppy eternal life. Only he could open the door to the night world. Their soulmates. But can she follow him into death and beyond? So, like... It's very trimmed down, yeah, yeah, I like the other one. It gives you it's more evocative
1: there is um in the back of this one, there is a little blurb for the next book, and it is Ooh. similarly very short, ah, but so there is probably something like that where like they just trimmed down what was on the back of the book, took and... it and trim
0: it, yeah,, mm-hmm. so I like that I like that blurb,
1: no, it's good, it's very evocative, and it
0: doesn't lie, right. Like, I, only, the only thing I take any with is menacing. But then I think about it and I'm like, he was a little desperate right then. So I could see that, you know, being kind of menacing, yet irresistible.
1: Yeah, he was definitely menacing to, like, Phil, you know. He's, he's yeah. capable of being menacing, for sure. Yeah.
0: I think that is the only word in that whole thing that it's like, well, that kind of makes James seem like a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Or not ba- a bad boy. And, like, he's not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, James is a good boy. He does, the book does present him as a bad boy in
0: idea, but yeah. not in practice. Yeah, he's otherwise a very good boy. All right, so um, as I have the omnibus, yes. why don't you tell us, do you have the original cover?
1: Of course I do. mm <laughs> Um, yeah, so I actually have the original cover and I've been slowly collecting the hardcover reprints because they are so gorgeous. And when you line them up together, the spines create like a little image too. Yeah, so, you know, once I get all of them, they'll be even more beautiful. But, uh, I do have the original covers. Now, Ollie, have you seen them?
0: Uh Uh-huh. They're just as ridiculous.
1: (laughs) They're, they're so amazing. So... I discovered when I went looking into like, can I get a print of this? Like is this something mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I could um they're done by an artist named San Julian, who oh. is apparently like a big Conan the Barbarian, like sword and sandals, sword <laughs> and sorcery. What? That kind of artist. Um, okay and if you can actually find an art book of his that is just like Conan type what? shit.
0: Yeah. Well that's amazing.
1: Yeah, so apparently he was a big deal. But they got him to do these, you know, these YA covers.
0: That is amazing. They look like fantasy novel covers. So that makes sense.
1: And they have a very EC Comics vibe, right? Like, these are very Tales from the Crypt.
0: Yeah, it's focused on on a lot of the horror of it.
1: I know, which is misleading, I think. Because these are, I would posit, the least horror of anything that LJ has written.
0: I mean, so far, yeah.
1: But the covers are just, they're just so great. Like, you can't be mad at them. They're just so, they're so pulpy.
0: Yeah. They remind me of, like, Flowers in the Attic style covers.
1: For sure. But even, like, so, like, the one that I have, which is in such good condition, like, I don't even remember how I got this. Anyway, (laughs) it is a, I would say the dominant color is blue because it's a blue, like, background. And it's James holding Poppy. They're dressed in very '90s clothes. Like James has a big (laughs) leather jacket, and Poppy's in a jean vest with red (laughs) sleeves. And he's holding her, and there's a little little bit of blood trailing out of his mouth as he stares dramatically up into the distance. So dramatic. And there's like lightning around the both of them uh, behind him. And then down at the bottom, it has a little cityscape, which is very like World of Darkness to me. Mm. And then it has this border. And all of the Nightworld books have this border that goes around the central image. And the images around the border change, but they are never relevant. So (laughs) (laughs) this this border is a black rose, which is more relevant than usual. The the, The border itself, because there's stuff outside the border. Um, is like these raised uh, embossed red leaves Mm -hmm. that kind of go around the image but then around the border there are these like very uh, gnarly pictures so like the most dominant one is this like zombie lady
0: yeah i assume that's miss emma
1: maybe yeah that that would make sense she's got like these very dark deep set eyes and these vampire fangs but she has like zombie type skin
0: oh, No, yeah super green looking
1: above her there's like a voodoo doll with some pins stuck in it which
0: is not a thing at all
1: nope uh at the bottom corner there's a little like on my copy it's embossed a uh, gravestone
0: oh i see it yep
1: There is, on the other side, a, like, evening star, and then above Mm -hmm. that, there's a woman's face screaming, and then above that, there's, like, a cat statue, I would say. Never happened. (laughs) And then I just noticed that in Poppy's hand, she's holding a little mask. I literally have never noticed that before.
0: Oh, interesting. What's really funny is that I've got this mask, this black mask, Mm -hmm. that I sometimes like to put in my pictures, and... I went to grab it and then stopped because I was like, no, that wasn't a masquerade. They didn't go to a masquerade, but it had the same feeling. Yes. So very interesting that they like just have that.
1: (laughs) It is because it's I would assume it's metaphorical, right? Like, yeah. But yeah, just to have a literal mask in there is very strange. But again, there are a lot of these details that are not relevant to the book at all. They're just sort of there for the vibe.
0: Yeah, like I could say, oh, the screaming woman, you know, could have been someone that a vampire fed on. But I don't think there was a single woman who screamed in this. No. Or maybe like her mom being like, my baby. Right. And like maybe the cat statue and the pins are evoking the witch scene. But Mm -hmm. like...
1: The scene. Singular.
0: Singular, yeah. (laughs) But it's beautiful, beautiful work. It is. Um,
1: up at the top in this beautiful embossed font is uh, LJ Smith Nightworld and mine is gold so it's mm-hmm. just like the color palette is so
0: good it's so pulpy they tried on these they did they put effort
1: into these yes and like my copy and every copy I've ever seen of this book says uh, free glow in the dark stickers inside Uh, and I can even find the place where they used to be because there's like the book opens to that
0: place i would love to find a book that didn't have them taken out to see what the heck they were
1: well and then there's the sweepstakes where you can win a a gold-plated flower pin like those worn in the night world but no that's not mentioned in this yeah i yeah i think it comes up in the next one that people will wear like
0: insignias for how interesting that they had already planned that though
1: Oh, yeah, well, the glow-in-the-dark star stickers don't have anything to do with Poppy, but they are very, very much have to do with the next protagonist, so. Okay. But, yeah, God, somebody who had, like, a Nightworld, like, you could win a Nightworld t-shirt.
0: I... I who? <laughs> Where? I want to see a picture. Right? It's like, I don't need to have it, I just want to know what it fucking looked like. Right? How interesting, this 96, what a wild ass time. Have some glow in the dark stickers, have a gold embossed flower pin, have a t-shirt, like, for books. I know.
1: I remember when I first was buying the, um, Goddess of the Moon series, those mm-hmm. came with temporary tattoos. Oh my gosh. It was beautiful. I got my fucking mileage out of those. They were so cool.
0: <laughs> but yeah, they used to come with freebies, man contests were such a thing wild just wild i miss those days yeah
1: now you can't even get a book to come with a fucking
0: digital copy oh my god right you should be able to you should just be like i'm buying this book send me that motherfucking kindle
1: right i would be so much happier like i i just double buy because i like reading on my kindle and i like having a physical copy but i would prefer not to have
0: to do that I'd prefer to spend my money on more books. <laughs> Different <laughs> <Right>.
1: books. <laughs> Different books. And the publishing company's like, uh, no, you'll do both.
0: We all nah, know it. You're gonna buy it in a hard copy and you're gonna buy it on Kindle. We know you. We we have your purchase records. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, it's it's a very late teen, almost early adult romance kind of fantasy mm-hmm. where I could totally see you know, mid-grade kids and and high school kids looking at that and being like, oh, I don't think my parents should uh, know I'm reading this. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm gonna.
1: It's so interesting the way that they contrast, like, the very romance novel pose with, like, the very horror novel stuff,
0: you know. Yeah, oh my god, my mother would have taken one fucking look at this, seen the zombie, and been like, you can't read this.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry, Ollie. What a fucking weird,
0: arbitrary decision. Oh, no, my mom, it's so, okay, it's very weird because she probably would have read it herself because it says Secret Vampire. She fucking loved everything about vampires. Like, she is where I I get my early introduction to vampires because, like, we'd fucking watch Buffy together. Like, she saw me watching Interview with the Vampire one time and was just, like, didn't know what to say because she wanted to let me watch (laughs) it, but it's Interview with the Vampire. And then she realized it was on TV and so all the sexy shit was, like, cut out. She's like, oh, okay.
3: Um, (laughs)
0: That's fine. Yeah, this is fine now. <laughs> but like when it came to horror stuff, she was like, "You can't, it's too scary." But like once I was in high school, she couldn't stop me. <laughs> but, but vampires, vampires are
1: you know tangentially horror, so
0: yeah, like you'd think so. She would watch all kinds of Stephen King and Tales from the Crypt. But if she caught me doing it, I was a drama. Ugh, stupid, stupid double. It's standard. like we could have connected on this. Well, you you did this to yourself, yeah. Sorry, you lost out. We could have mm-hmm. been horror buddies. Bummer. Oh, well. But, you know, she probably would have stolen it from me and read it. <laughs> uh.
1: Well, you know, I mean, it wouldn't have been a bad decision.
0: Yeah. I would have wanted for her to read this book. And not because I hate her, but because it's, like... <laughs> it's not It's not like malicious, you yeah. know, wish. I'm not like, yeah, that's right. You steal dark visions from me. You fucking deserve it. <laughs> Mom, the cover looks so scary. Ooh. Ooh, it's too scary. It says something about vampires. Guess you should take it away. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't have to read it.
1: I <laughs> like I like that like child you just sort of touched the cover and
0: knew and you were like, no, this one goes That'd be to a mom." great power. <laughs> huh. But I have already given away the fact that I liked this book, so You um, have. Spoilers spoilers oh no the only actual spoilers
1: (laughs) (laughs) well in addition to the ones that will presumably come with the book
0: yes 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 yes. like those are expected um which i guess leads into me doubling back to um our our drinks now that we've like talked about the book a little this is the first time in a long time that i've taken a picture where i like gave a shit about the composition (laughs) and what was in the picture stuff matters in it it's a good picture thank you like, I, I took my time and I, like, found my best best angles on it. And I was like, yeah. And I wished I had a better cover because, like, I'm going to have the same cover for three books. <laughs>
1: that, is, that is the worst part of omnibuses. You have to fucking find, like, accessories to make the pictures new.
0: Yeah. So weird. But, hey, it was nice to be excited and to, like, prep half an hour ahead of... My timer being like, I should take a picture now, <laughs>
1: and I want to.
0: Yeah, and let me run around my room and open up boxes, find things.
1: I I am glad. I you know when we first started reading, you you started putting notes in our reading notes channel, and I was like, God, what if this is awful and we're <laughs> just doing dark just don't know again? So I was very glad when I saw that you were enjoying yourself. I was like, Oh, thank God.
0: <laughs> we both having the same feeling about thank God Ollie doesn't hate this. <laughs> you, because you're tired of like bringing me bad books that you thought were good.
1: Right? She's like, oh, uh, not another one. LJ's ratio steadily going into the toilet.
0: Well, so two funny notes on a friend of mine who listens. But is not a patron. That's okay. <laughs>
1: call out. not
0: a call out. You have to now. We have to pay for the park. <laughs> that's fair give me money um (laughs) no 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 like i specifically told them i'm like we're on spotify you can listen to it there it's easy (laughs) and but when they finished the episode they messaged me again and were like i i don't think i've heard you two like any lj smith and i was like we love forbidden game and Mm -hmm. vampire diaries was very silly uh and and fun to make fun of (laughs) Mm -hmm. But no, Secret Circle was awful, and Dark Visions was the worst, <laughs> because it was just not even a book. So, yeah, but they made this comment, and I would already finished this one, so I'm, like, biting my tongue, being like, well, No, I just read one that I liked. I'm like, don't say it. <laughs> so, when they listen to this one, hi, I like this one. We
1: found another one. This is number four.
0: They can exist. <laughs> it gives Help. me hope for the other ones in the series that you were like, I enjoy this one and this one.
1: Yeah, because I so like I remember liking this one, but this was never the standout one to me. Like, I definitely ones that I remember liking more. So the fact that this one was just sort of eh for me, but you read it and you were like, "Oh no, this is great!" Then I'm like, "Oh, thank God." Maybe the next one is even better. Oh. Right? Maybe
0: the next one's gonna be like, "Fuck yeah!" This is right up there with Forbidden Game. <laughs> we'll find out. And I I think that for you reading it versus something you know something that you really liked Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't choose this one whereas you know as as a younger reader Mm -hmm. whereas for me it's like i just i just got off of dark visions (laughs) you know we made this choice because we're like we can't leave lj smith on that note Mm -hmm. for a while like yeah no let's let's move on to the night world i'm really excited for those ones let's do it so like beyond the ways in which you know we'll get into it's also just nice to be like, oh, you went from the worst possible to like a a really good story. D like writing's so good, characters good.
1: Well, and your your thesis holds up, right? Because the idea was that she had a lot of lead time on Forbidden Game to really get yes! through it and make it work, and she had what I think we decided like two, two years? years between yeah. Dark Visions and this one, and she comes in real strong. You know, presumably if they're publishing them in sets at least because this one you at least know like what the title and premise is of book too right so like yes she's not trying to crunch it in 30 days yeah you know she had these she had time to like figure out what she wanted to do we had the you know the introduction episode where she said that she did you know try to go into it with at least a little bit of a plan
0: so yeah and like you know reading it there are moments where I'm like, ah, oh, I bet that character's coming back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, I would I would love to hear
0: uh, which characters you, you pegged as regulars. Oh, um, so my hope is that we ever see the first witch again. I can't remember her name, but... Giselle, I uh, think? Yes, yes, yes. So I hope we ever see her again, but she wasn't set up too much. Um, I feel like we got more time with Thea. Mm-hmm. And is it Blaze?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So we have more time with them. We actually got a whole scene with Thea, with Poppy, and, like, Blaze is kind of set up to be like, I don't like her mm-hmm. for no reason. <laughs> um, so I'm like, mm, you feel like someone that the author has an opinion on. <laughs> A character that exists. Right. Um, And then I feel like it would be extremely unlikely for Ash not to come back, because, like, right. there's a comment made by James where I'm just like, uh, oh, that feels, like, foreshadowing. It
1: feels like foreshadowing, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, sure mm-hmm. it does. So those are my guesses. Yeah. Those four. With heavily leaning towards Ash, definitely. And then, like, Bla- Thea and Blaze, because obviously I assume they would be together. And then Giselle I'm hoping for as well, so. Oh, but there were a bunch of people at the fucking party that were just name dropped, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "You'll probably come back." <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting to go back and
1: like. So I'm very curious about your opinion on this book and the world that it sets up versus the Den of Shadows because <laughs> it felt very Denny, and I I remember yes. being like, "Is this why I liked?" The Dead of Shadows so much because it felt so much like Nightworld. Like
0: Probably. So Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about this book. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us what the book is about? Sure. Uh so we'll
1: we'll do a speed run because like there's there's not a lot that happens in no. this book.
0: Yeah, it's which is good. I appreciate that. Yeah.
1: There's it's a lot of it is like character stuff. Yes. So it is about Poppy. She is 16 years old, if I remember correctly. Yes. She's one of LJ's patented curly redheaded short girls, TM. (laughs) She's a Bonnie. She has like four of them. Oh, gosh. Yeah, there are two more coming. So don't you worry. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So first uh, day of summer vacation, she passes out and is rushed to the hospital and she finds out that she has pancreatic cancer she has a very uncertain but short window yeah they say three weeks to three months maybe james says that that's what james's internet research says the doctors don't ever
0: say true Um, true. the doctors do not say because they're like well we just it's a Stage three, sorry.
1: Yeah, we don't know, but, you know, LJ tells us via James, via his internet search, that she has three yes. three weeks to three months, and her best friend, as the uh, summary explained, is James. He is a secret vampire. He is also 16 because he is a Lamia, uh, which in LJ's world is, is born a vampire, so, like, they can procreate and shit. They can grow old, uh, although they can stop aging whenever they want, so... <laughs>
0: uh so done
1: (laughs) so uh james is Alamia. he has grown up with poppy like they've been friends since they were in kindergarten so they're very very close uh poppy is in love with james i love one of the first things she says is like james doesn't know it but i am going to marry him someday (laughs) i haven't told him yet but it's on my to-do list So James is obviously also in love with Poppy, but he can't tell her because one of the tenets of being a vampire and belonging to the closed world that this Mm -hmm. novel introduces, the night world, uh, is that night people who consist of Lamia made vampires who are vampires who are like made the way vampires are made in pop culture, not born, which is shapeshifters and werewolves. Uh, They exist alongside humans, but... The rules say that none of them are able to fall in love with humans because humans are, uh, you know, it's it's fantasy racism, right? Humans basically, are yeah. lower class. They're basically animals. They call them vermin. They're food. Yeah. So they're not allowed to fall in love with humans. And it's, it's mostly to protect the masquerade, right? Like Ash yes. explicitly says that. He's like, well, you know, James made you and they told you about us. And now like your brother knows about us. So he really like let the cat out of the bag. And that's a security <laughs> James, risk.
0: James should be in trouble like five different ways.
1: <laughs> right. So Poor kid. James is in love with Poppy, but he's never been able to tell her because if he does. both He's he, never even been able
0: to tell himself.
1: Yeah, no, he, he can't. Like the, the sentence is death for loving a human. So uh, when when James finds out that Poppy is sick, he you know, he does the Google searching, which I love that we're in a period where we can like solve problems with Google here. Not obviously not actually great, right. but like with the he's internet. like, let me ask Jeeves, <laughs> <laughs> let me get out
0: my cellular telephone.
1: Right. Which he also he also has a cell phone, which is amazing. We we have finally reached the era of cell phones. It's wonderful. Yeah. So James looks it up. He finds out that Poppy is definitely going to die. Like, people do not survive pancreatic cancer, especially not at the stage that Poppy is at. So he's like, well, got to make her a vampire. This is my only option. (laughs) There's only one way. So he goes to Poppy. And that's what the summary, you know, that's where the summary starts. He shows up in her hospital room after she has found out that she is terminal. She's not going to survive. Um, yeah.
0: He, like, tried to get permission without actually asking.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, because his parents are, like, shitty waspy vampires.
0: <sighs> so very much.
1: <laughs> yeah, he goes to them and he's like, you know Poppy, who's been my best friend since I was five? And they're like, oh, your dog? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, Anyway. Oh, well, she's gonna die. <laughs> and they're like, mm. How very sad. Bummer. Anyway, so what are we having for dinner tonight, honey?
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's um, like...
1: I see how it's gonna be. Yeah, then you know they they tell him like, well, you know she's a human. She's not like us. She's lesser.
0: She's not really people.
1: She's not. She's not a person. So you'll you'll get over it. And James is like, yeah, right, all right. Well, <laughs> breaking the law, it is. So <laughs> he's such a good boy. He is. James is a great boy. So he goes to Poppy. He tells her that he's a vampire, and he says. Do you want me to like make you a vampire? It's the only way to save you otherwise you're going to die. And Poppy like thinks about it and she's like I want to live. So Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So they agree James is going to turn Poppy into a vampire. It takes a couple of instances of exchanging blood. So they start and Poppy has a twin brother named Phil who is kind of a pain in the ass but also a good boy.
0: <laughs> yes, also a good boy.
1: Um and he hates James because James is a womanizer because he has to be, because he's not allowed to get attached to humans. And um, he is afraid that James will eventually womanize Poppy. And Poppy is there like, yes, please womanize me. <laughs> Such a bonny moment to me. <laughs> it's very good. I love how like adamant Poppy is about just like, yes, me, I would like to do the kiss and the I want
0: to kiss this boy. And
1: all of it. Like, obviously it's LJ, so we don't talk about fucking. But you yeah, know. You know she's there for it, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Philip discovers James and Poppy together, and he gets very defensive. He's like, "Oh, you're you're fucking macking on my sister while she's dying? Dick move, my dude! <laughs> you think this is gonna help her, <laughs> right?" And I'm like, "Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to die a virgin I mean, either, so might as well."
0: If the person I had a crush on was suddenly like you're dying, I'm gonna be your boyfriend for three weeks. I'd be like. Eh
1: yeah sure you know i'm dying i deserve it honestly let's go
0: smoochie smoochie yeah fuck for sure cuddle me and watch some movies
1: (laughs) so phil tries to chase james off and james kind of blows him off and uh james tries to continue to turn poppy but phil keeps interrupting which causes issues because poppy isn't able to get enough blood and so she kind of goes into like a mental fog and starts becoming like irrational and paranoid and that's like a briefly a conflict but eventually james and phil get on the same page re poppy not dying forever and james is able to turn poppy into a vampire and then we go through the process of like her funeral and the fallout on her family and then digging her up and making sure she doesn't get (laughs) autopsied like lj lj did her research and she wants you to know it about like how bodies are processed in california so they get poppy back she survives the transformation because it is it is possible that she won't but you know it's a book so we know she will (laughs) she is she goes through that brief like new vampire stage of like i want to eat everybody my powers are super cool but eventually she evens back out into just Poppy and she and James go off to his apartment together where the, the, the looming threat of Ash uh, oh, has been sort of dangled throughout the book. Uh, so James has been told, Hey, your cousin is going to come visit. James hates his cousin. He thinks he's an asshole. And worse, he's like very pro vampire, like anti human. he's very conservative. Um, he's a conservative. Oh God he's a conservative vampire he really is yeah so ash is gonna come visit and so james is worried like he's gonna figure out that he turned poppy illegally so he goes to try to head it off and he fucks up and ash just rolls into his fucking apartment
0: (sighs) and yet he has a cell phone
1: (laughs) yep he does we've reached that stage you don't have an excuse anymore lisa jane yeah he uh, he rolls in, so Poppy does her best to pretend to be a legit vampire. <laughs> she tries so hard. Um, Plus her curly redhead. Yeah, but she is a new vampire, so she's not able to shield her mind. So Ash, because all vampires are at least slightly telepathic, Ash is able to discern that she is a new vampire. Um, and so he manipulates her into running away with him. By telling her that by being around, she might, you know, James might die because of her. And it works. And I don't like that. It's very yeah. narratively convenient. But whatever.
0: There's a couple of those. Yeah.
1: Especially as we get towards this chunk of the book that we're talking about now. Like, it yeah. it really peaks with Poppy and her death and stuff. And then it just kind of does a little slope. Agreed. Um. So, the, like, last, what, like, fifth? It's not a
0: lot. It's only, like, four chapters where ash is around yeah it's it's the climax of the book but there's because i remember i stopped and i only had four chapters left and i was like they're back at the the place so i'm assuming like we're gonna see ash soon because i've only got four motherfucking (laughs) chapters to go okay right she leaves the letter on page 203 and the book ends on 242 so there are 40 pages jesus christ yeah, so these, these last 40 pages. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So,
1: like, real quick, this last-minute climax comes up. Ash takes her to Las Vegas, which is a big seat of power for the, the night people. And which I appreciate. he treats it like a date. Ash's motivation in this part of the book is very... He's very inscrutable. You don't know what he's doing or why. It yeah. doesn't really make a lot of sense.
0: He's just kind of having a time. He's just sort of doing
1: what LJ requires of him (laughs) to sort of make this this conflict happen. Plot
0: demands that you introduce a bunch of characters. Right. Like, we're going to go on a little tour of
1: the next three books. So So he takes her to Las Vegas and he's treating it like a date. And Poppy eventually figures that out. She's like... I don't like. I don't want you. Like I want my boyfriend I that I literally ran away. just
0: met you and have known you for a car ride.
1: Yeah, like you're pretty, I guess, but like I'm not into it. Like I, I prefer my boyfriend and her soulmate because they've decided soulmate. that they're soulmates. I am. I am glad there was no zing. Not yet. Not yet. There's no. Not, not yet. Anyway. No. So they're in Vegas. It's been established via James's like. Statement of what he believes Ash's motivations are, that Ash is just going to like play with her until he gets bored with her, and then turn her into the vampire cops. So we get to the point where he gets bored with her, and he realizes that Poppy's not gonna like fuck him. So yeah, <laughs> he takes her to a big uh vampire party. Uh, it's a well, solstice. It is a solstice party. It's actually a night person party. There's lots of other people there, but the important thing is that I've always pronounced it Thierry. I think it's supposed to be Terry. I think it's Terry. Terry, uh, who, which is such a weird thing to say. Terry, hey, the Terry. vampire elder. <laughs> this is the vampire elder Terry. Uh, I'm gonna keep calling him Thierry. I can't call him Terry. It's too silly. I'm looking it up. Thierry Thierry
0: This is the French pronunciation of
2: the name. The same name may exist in other languages with different pronunciations. Check other possible pronunciations.
1: So how did it pronounce it?
2: Oh.
0: Thierry. Thierry 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 Yeah, so with a little bit of an accent, Thierry. Okay. But basically but Terry. It's better than just Terry. Terry the very Thierry! <laughs> right you're like vampire bob over here right so like take terry and add like a tear kind of sound to it tear yeah um
1: so terry is going to be at this party he's a vampire elder and they assume that ash is going to turn poppy into Terry. and he certainly acts like he's going to like he tries yeah. to wrestle her out Every of minute the room. of the fucking way yeah it's very confusing and then Philip and James show up to save the day and Poppy sort of, the narrative decides that she's allowed to make choices again. Anyway, (laughs) they get Poppy away from Ash, but there's still this looming threat of like, James made Poppy illegally. Like, that's what this whole stupid plot is trying to wrap up. Um, It's been seeded throughout the book that Poppy is a very powerful telepath and Phil, her brother, is as well. Mm, Because they are twins. And Ash, Ash is allowed to be, like, all-knowing in this moment. And he does his little, like, it was a very Julian move to me of, like, oh, you're a little dreamer there. You should look into our family history. Goodbye. I'm out of You've this You've got a very now. loud scream.
0: <laughs> yeah. Disappear to the ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he
1: does his little mysterious, like, thing. And uh, James realizes that Poppy is such a powerful telepath and Phil is also telepathic because they were descended from witches, which means that technically she is a night person. So technically,
3: Technically
1: he didn't illegally make her. On a fucking technicality. It's such a technicality. And Ash is like, this was my plan all along. Goodbye. (laughs) I'm not so bad. And James gives his little like parting curse. You're, you've you never cared about anybody, but someday you will, buddy, and it's gonna hurt.
0: Yep, I'm like, mm, foreshadowing. <laughs> mm, who knows? Anyway, <laughs> so uh,
1: Poppy is now no longer illegal because she was always a witch. Phil, her brother, comes to terms with his sister being a vampire, which had previously bothered him. Yeah, understandably. And uh Poppy and James run off to live with her father, who is where they get their witch powers from and uh Phil goes back to live a normal life, and Poppy's able to like sort of make peace with like leaving her family and stuff and that is the book, yeah, yeah, look at that. That was the plot, so Ollie, what did you think? Where do you want to start?
0: I think where I want to start is comparing the emotional like, weight mm-hmm. of this book to where we, we just came from with Dark Visions. Okay. Which is to say, this book has emotions. <laughs> right. Um. I messaged you the other night being like, what the fuck? Where has this L.J. Smith been hiding? <laughs> because, like, I'd read, like, the first two chapters one night to just kind of, like, you know, start my reading, or maybe the first three. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I was like, okay, do doo having a good time. And then I like, forgot one night and I was like, oh, fuck. And I sat down to read and I read nine chapters.
1: Amazing. That's that's shocking for you.
0: Yes, because I have a really hard time reading lately. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean for the past 10 years. <laughs> um, and I I didn't want to stop, but I was tired.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think it was like six in the morning or f- five in the morning. And I was just like, I should not just eat the last four chapters of this book. (laughs)
1: Save the cookie for tomorrow.
0: Yeah, basically. Because I'm like, there's only 60 pages left. I'll just, I'll finish here. But, like, I didn't want to stop. Everywhere the chapters ended was just like, oh, but what happens next? (laughs) I cared. I cared about Poppy. She was good. Mm -hmm. She was just a kid. And she had this horrible thing happen. You know, and recently the... Mike Flanagan, yes, mm-hmm. uh Midnight Club, yeah, that had come out on Netflix, and like watching that, so it's like a' really seen the emotions of kids mm-hmm. who are dying, yeah, <laughs> so to then be shown this character, and it's like no, she doesn't have her whole life ahead of her, and she thought she did, and like feeling those emotions from her from the page, you know, like there was a scene. Where she, like, sneaks after her mom and her stepdad to, like, listen to what the doctor has to say. Because the doctor was being coy and was like, oh, you want to just go for a little walk with me? We'll talk there, adults. (laughs) And she's like, he's going to (laughs) tell. And the scene was just so emotional. You know, like, watching her mom get this news and knowing what that news was by seeing her reaction. Just, this girl's life changed. She wasn't Elena, mm-hmm. you know she was just some cute little sixteen year old kid like she commented about like the way her curls are and her the way she's like short and feels tall, and she looks like something that would sit on a buttercup
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and it's like l j you did such a good job here
1: l j does a very good job of establishing Poppy as a character with the first like five pages of the
0: book, yes, oh my gosh, yes, like. There was some stuff from, like, what's going on? But I just had to wait for it to unfold and tell me about it, you know? Like, it wasn't, why is this girl this way? It was just, she's been having pain. She's been not talking about it. It's the first day of summer. She's really excited. This is her brother. They kind of, yeah, you know, they're brother and sister. And they don't super get along. But they don't super not get along. And then, like, James shows up, and he's her best friend, and that's great. And, like... She's always had a crush on him, but he doesn't feel that way. And that's fine because they're friends. They're best friends. And, like, he goes out with other girls who are much prettier and taller than Poppy. That's (laughs) fine. You know, but, like, because they've got stuff in common. They like music. And L.J. Smith describing fucking 90s music was (laughs) a fucking treat. That I wasn't sure I needed.
1: She did her best. She, she, <laughs> she you tried. could tell she did so much. Like she looked up a lot of stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was just so funny. Like the, the way she would list some of the things. And I'm just like, oh, you're trying so hard <laughs> to be you're, this one. You're doing your best time. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, that's fine. That's
3: fine.
0: <laughs> like I accepted it. You know, I accepted that Poppy just happens to like different music mm-hmm. than popular music. You know, she likes a lot of European music. She likes stuff that makes her feel worldly. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I gave a shit about this main character, and I, I haven't since Jenny. Yeah. And I didn't care about anyone before that. Because <laughs> it was, like, fucking Elena who gave yeah. a shit. And, like, Secret Circle was like, I'm sorry, you're not you're not gay and you really should be. So,
1: <laughs> That's a footnote for that series. Not gay? Well.
0: Right? Witches and they're not gay? All uh, right. Yeah. So coming from dark visions with nothing, empty fucking hands, to <laughs> the first three chapters of this book and we already give a shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking thank you, LJ. Mm-hmm.
1: She can do it. Yeah. She can do yeah. it. Just not always. Yeah,
0: it makes me so fucking mad because it means Dark Visions didn't need to be the way it was.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there are things here where this is not as smooth a book as it could have been, but she certainly put, like, a lot of feelings into it, you know? So, like, even if the plot wasn't, like, the structure wasn't great, like, you still care about Poppy. Like I said, the first chapter is... Just very, very good character building. Like, a, maybe a little twee. I like Poppy, but, well, she, you know. She's a
0: little twee, but, you know, she's a kid. I can handle it. Yeah, she, LJ,
1: is doing her thing. She's making sure that you know who Poppy is and why you should care about her before you find out that she's dying. <laughs> she's dying, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and I love, too, that, like, the first line of it is just basically telling you already. Because I read the first line, which is like, oh, oh, wow. All right, I wonder what that means. It was on the first day of summer vacation that Poppy found out she was going to die. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if this is just, like, metaphorical or what. Oh, no. Girl's got fucking stage three pancreatic cancer. Okay. Unexpected.
1: Yeah, no. She's, LJ is is doing her thing. She's making sure you care about Poppy. She's making sure you care about James. She's making sure you care about
3: Phil.
0: Yeah. Those three, she does such a good job with.
1: Yeah, which, if if only, if only we'd, we'd been able to care about anybody. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned Midnight Club because obviously, yeah, yeah, Midnight Club is all about uh kids with terminal illnesses, but like this book, and I I don't want to. Congratulate L.J. Smith by comparing her to a male author because obviously we've enjoyed things that L.J. has done before. She's a very like capable author in her own right. um But this book did remind me a lot of a Christopher Pike book, just in the vibe of it. Cause I don't think L.J. has ever done like a terminal character before.
0: No, I don't think anyone's even been sick. I like Elena
1: died, but that was that was because of shenanigans. Um, but it just has a very sad vibe and I feel like a lot of the Christopher Pike ones that I've read recently at least have the same kind of sad vibe where it's just like people like being soft and like tender with each other because emotional
0: oh my god traumatic thing that happens to them and the boys dealing with poppy
1: right like, like poppy is gone for a lot of this book and you're just flipping between phil who is dealing with his twin sister dying and then being resurrected as a blood drinking monster yeah. and James who is risking his life and his, you know, connections with his family and stuff, which he doesn't really care about, but like his life. Yeah. To save this person that he loves. To maybe
0: save this person. Maybe,
1: yeah. And it's it's like, there's so much stuff that, like, James has to do. Like, we talked about, you know, LJ did her research on body processing in California, yeah. right? Like, James has to deal with, like, making sure Poppy doesn't get autopsied. Fucking making autopsied. Sure That the doctor comes and issues a death certificate right now so that they don't examine the cause of death. Like, there's a lot of, like, really emotionally taxing stuff that James has to take care of to make sure that Poppy's
0: death isn't miserable. So. Right. And meanwhile, Phil has to just treat the death like she's dead to the point that he even is like, I think i made all that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he thinks the whole she's dead. thing was fake. Yeah. Yeah, that was fake. That was just not true.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of time spent dealing with Poppy being dead and like the aftermath and we don't ever get perspectives from the mom obviously, but like you see like yeah. the mom being devastated and the, the stepfather being devastated like
0: oh my god, right when even he's upset about it and she's like, "Oh shit, I didn't didn't think that he cared that much." wow this is bad my stepdad is showing emotions
1: well yeah and it's a great little bit of characterization for a character who's not really that important but like through this characterization of him as being like a very steady like solid unemotional person who then is like no this can't be happening like she doesn't
0: deserve this she's just a kid like (laughs) she makes a comment about like he said a swear i didn't even know he knew how to swear
1: (laughs) right so like you get just through that little bit of characterization you get a characterization but also like the gravity of the situation and like how poppy's feeling about it like there's some good like stuff that lj has going on here to really like make you feel this stuff
0: it's interesting that this book was written in 96 rather than post her break because we know that like she dealt with tough shit in her family Mm -hmm. um was it her her brother-in-law and then her mom
1: i don't remember all the exact details
0: yeah i think that she helped her sister because i think the brother-in-law died but like there was like a death and then i think it was her mom was sick and then also she's sick Mm -hmm. it's like this book came from before then When I think about that, it's like, damn, and you took 10 years off writing. No fucking wonder. Because if you already felt this strongly Mm -hmm. (laughs) about this kind of shit. It must have just been devastating. Yeah. I told you I cried twice reading this fucking book. The scene that first got me Mm -hmm. was, so Poppy dies because they, like, James turns her into a vampire. On the third time of having the blood, you, like, go to sleep. And you wake up a vampire. <laughs> um, but you're dead. And the whole scene of her, like, preparing for that. Like, it's her and her brother and James. And they're, like, prepping stuff. And she has to kind of, like, treat it like a normal nighttime, You know, and she's like, I'll wear my favorite nightgown. You know, at least I can do that. I'll take down my plushies um, that I haven't, you know, snuggled in a while. Um, you know, I want to set up candles. Ooh, I want to have... Music. I want to have a certain kind of music going on because, like, her and James aren't saying that he's told her this might not work. You know, you might just die because (sighs) uh, fucking if you're over 20, (laughs) yep, it's it's really difficult to become a made vampire. Teenagers have a better chance.
1: No, they straight up, you cannot make a vampire over, like, 19. It just doesn't work. And even teenagers are sketchy. So there are no vampires that are made over like
0: 20. No made vampires over the age <laughs> of 90. That was that was one of my fucking gates, it's the fucking done. Yeah, um yeah. The only way we get old people is cuz they choose to be old. Right. So you can have
1: like authority characters in there, but they are, you know, they're the lamia. They've they've decided to let themselves Yeah. <laughs> to be adults
0: uh but beyond that you know it's like she knows that this could actually be the last time that this happens and either way whether she like full-on dies or wakes up as a vampire like this is the last time i'm saying goodbye to my mom Mm -hmm. this is the last time i'm saying goodbye to my stepdad she like calls a bunch of friends and just like checks in on them the moment when she like goes to the bathroom and gets ready and then like this is the last time I'm walking down this hallway. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my
2: God, oh. this is so sad.
0: Because, <laughs> like, LJ brought me there. Mm-hmm. She made me really think about, like... So, like, Poppy commented, she's like, not everybody gets to know when they're going to die. So, like, this is a gift to to know that, to think about the last time mm-hmm. you ever walked down your childhood home's hallway. Nobody knows that. Yeah. There's a, a sad old meme about, like, one day you and your friends went out to play and didn't know it was the last time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, that shit just fucking gets to me. Um, <laughs> but it was just such a beautiful, sad fucking scene. She wasn't Elena. You know, she wasn't being like, fuck yeah, turn me into a vampire. I want to be with you forever. You're my boyfriend. And I'm hot. <laughs> she was just this girl who's going to die regardless, so she might as well try something to live. mm mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is
2: the saddest fucking book. What the fuck?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was very good. It really fucking got to me.
1: Well, and LJ takes the time, you know, like. Yes. The the real meat of this book, not counting the last 40 pages, is, (laughs) you know, the story of this girl dying and turning into a vampire. But like LJ takes her time with the dying part. Yeah. We go through the whole process of the very quick process of Poppy finding out that she has cancer, finding out that it's terminal, of James finding out and like figuring out how he's going to handle it. Like the the bulk of the book is not really plot. It's them sort of emotionally grappling with what they're going to do next and then about doing this it. thing. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like you said very early on here's the problem. Here's what we're planning on doing, letting you like inhabit james and poppy and phil's fear and Mm -hmm. sadness
1: right because they have to exchange blood three times so like
0: loved that that forced us to deal with shit for a while
1: right exactly like it gives it gave poppy time to and because it goes wrong it gave her even more time to (laughs) like be sick and have her family and phil you know and james to an extent deal with that and then to, you know, finally come back around to like, okay,
0: this is the
1: third time. So this is it. Say your goodbyes.
0: Yeah. Because in most stories, it would just be, I'm going to turn you into a vampire now. Boop. Because right. he doesn't know three weeks to three months, but the doctors never say anything because she could literally just die a right. couple of days later. Like she, you know, according to how the mother views it does. Yeah. When it happens, it happens fast. Like what?
1: Which, oh my God. The mother's whole thing of like, you know, when Poppy dies, they make a plan to get the parents out of the house because Ugh. James has to be able to turn Poppy into a vampire. So, like, yeah. they all like emotionally like bolster the parents into going out. And but then you're like, well, now this mom is going to like go out to have a nice dinner. And when she and does I that, her daughter's gonna and die. Her daughter died alone. You know, I wasn't here when she died. Like, that's a she really awful me. thing.
0: It's so sad. Yeah, because, like, when when she's in the hospital and he gives her blood, she gets enough and that's okay. And then the next night, he takes her blood and Phil interrupts before she can take his blood. And then it's, like, days of her getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Then he finally is able to get her some blood. Mm-hmm. And the mom is like, well, but she was doing better. Right. And the doctors say, sometimes that happens. It's like the body just kind of gets one last bit of energy.
1: Right, which is a thing. It's absolutely a thing that happens.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, I've watched it with pets. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: (laughs) where you're like, they're not doing so hot. They're not doing so hot. And they're like, hey, buddy, let's have one last good day. And they're like, yep, let's do that. One last good day. And then you're like doubting yourself. You're like, but now they seem fine. (laughs) Yeah, right. She tells her mom, go out. I could have weeks. I could have months. No use in you just being here. And it's like, ugh. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. That's very sad. She comes home. And Phil has like, so when she actually dies, Phil freaks out. And I loved that scene too Mm -hmm. because it felt so real. James gives her the blood. And it's sweet, it's so sweet, because James is there on one side as, you know, she sits down, because she's going fast, Um, you know, and Phil comes back into the room, and he's on the other side, and it's so nice, it's like, here's your twin brother, whom you do love, and you've grown to realize over the last couple of days, like, how much crap he puts up with, and how good he is at being a brother, like, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, And then on the other side, here's this boy you, you love, he's your best friend, and she just very peacefully goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that death moment of, like... Mm-hmm. And it feels like, wait, Poppy, 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 wake up. Mm-hmm. And James is like, What the fuck are you doing? She's like, She's dead. You killed her. And he's like, I fucking told you this was happening. What are you doing? <laughs> and because he does watch her die and he
3: flips
0: shit. He like throws a lamp in the living room. He flips the couch. That was my favorite. The table. He flips the coffee table too. Yeah, he makes a fucking mess. And James is like, Okay, we changed the plan. (laughs) Because the plan was the two of them had, like, made up and they were friends now. And they were just going to hang out, watch some TV, and let mom find her. Mm -hmm. And now they had to, like, wait until Poppy was cold. Mm -hmm. So that when, like, a paramedic gets there, they don't try to resuscitate her. Mm -hmm. They had to, like, clean up all the candles and make everything look normal. And then call the motherfucking restaurant that their mom w- that the mom was at. I'm like, I just, I can't, I can't fucking imagine. You're out and you're scared and you're sad, but hey, it's okay. We're gonna have a nice, normal night tonight. Mm-hmm. And then you get that fucking call,
1: right? And then you have to you. Well, you don't have to live because Poppy does kind of fix that at the end, but. Um, you know, you would theoretically have to live the rest of your night, your life, knowing that like the day your daughter died, you were out having a
0: nice dinner, right? It's like that is what she wanted for you. (laughs) You don't know that. It was fucking rough. Like through Poppy's funeral, and then like James showing up and being like, "We have to go," and and Phil being like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And he's like, "We have to dig her up." (laughs) (laughs) Like, and through that scene, like. All very, very good book. I, I think for me the only moments that were like, What the fuck are you doing? was when she gets out and she's like, He is not one of our kind. Yeah. I'm like, you you wouldn't be this way. Fuck you.
1: Yeah, she does that thing where she goes like Elena, you know, baby yep. Elena, like
0: Yeah. That scene could have been done better, her being like, What is going on? What am I? blah blah blah. Not remembering, being confused. Like she was very coquettish. Yeah. And it was very, very Elena's change, and I would adjust that.
1: Yeah, so I do like that throughout all the sad parts, there is still, like, the, the underlying, obviously not, like, you know slasher but there's like the underlying horror of like okay you know when phil is freaking out saying like oh you killed her being like she can still hear you like
3: mm, she's, mm-hmm. she's in
1: there you know she's
0: it's like hearing is the last thing that goes
1: and then you you flip to poppy and she has she's like in a void but she has like this this prophetic dream so it's not bad for poppy but just like there's like this threat this very classic feeling threat of like being a new vampire and that experience being traumatic, even though it's, it's not for Poppy, like the threat of it being traumatic in the way that it is for like a lot of other vampire books, you know, very Anne Rice-y.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If this was Anne Rice, she would have absolutely woken up with them like still digging. Right. Yeah. So like just having
1: that threat there does add that little, level of horror to this book that doesn't otherwise have it but it is a nice vibe for the time
0: that it is present yeah some good tension mm-hmm. so so this is a reread for you mm-hmm. how it how did it feel rereading it knowing what was happening but also coming off of the backlist
1: um so i remember the obviously it's hard to forget like the premise right because like okay you know girl gets cancer gets turned into vampire lives happily ever after with her soulmate i (laughs) remembered the stuff with ash at the end but i did not remember how it panned out because it pans out nonsensically so like how would you remember that right but um yeah like i said i remember this being like i liked it but it's not like my favorite it certainly wasn't one of the ones that i reread a bunch but it was surprisingly good going back to it um i a long a long long time ago we um talked about Annette Curtis classes silver kiss Yes. that was our first i think it was episode. i think that was
0: episode 1 um yeah. Which I, I was definitely thinking about while reading this
1: yeah because i i asked a friend a long time ago i was like hey what, what do you think the difference is between secret vampire and silver kiss and she said well, Silver Kiss is a cancer book with vampires. Yes. And Secret Vampire is a vampire book with cancer. Absolutely. Um and like the that the distinction is is true, but I think that because of that comparison which kind of makes Secret Vampire sound le- a little shallower, more vampire-y. Yeah, I was not expecting the emotions to be as good as they were and I, I'll certainly Agree that Silver Kiss is the vampire is more of a metaphor, um, yeah, than it is here. The cancer
0: is important in this,
1: but the yeah, the cancer is important, and and like we've discussed, LJ lets you live in it, and that's the majority of the book. That's the good part of the book,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed at how little amount of time happens in this book, oh, yeah, because it's like first day of summer by the end of the fucking day. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. She's had her first vampire exchange.
1: Right. And then the climax is the summer solstice. So whenever that is, you know, in relation
0: to... Which is usually... Summit. Oh, God. Like, June 21st or so. So, like, she probably got out of school only, um, like, less than a week ago. But it never feels like a time crunch in that way. No. Because it's not like we have to do this thing before the summer solstice. No, it's just...
1: Just how it pans out. I would say, like, I wasn't keeping track of the timeline, but, like, two
0: weeks max, you know? Yeah, and I wasn't keeping track of the timeline either. It was just... Well, because she was sick. And the sickness was like... (sighs) So if I look at the timeline...
1: (laughs) No, I
0: didn't mean to No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Well, because it doesn't matter. That's why it's great. And I can look at it now. She gets sick. By the end of the day, she's had some vampire blood. The next day, she's gone home because she says I just want to I just want to go home now cuz you you said that there's nothing you can do. Why keep me here and make me deal with all these fucking tests and you know give me more shit like can't I just go home? And they're like, "Oh, all right." And I'm like, "Thank God." <laughs> um so she goes home and that night he comes in and she doesn't get any blood. And then she's sick for a while. And it really feels like she's sick for maybe like 5 days max. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, she gets the blood. She dies. And then it's several days for her funeral arrangements, and then like I don't know, a day and a half to do the last sixty pages of the book. Like, it's not a lot. It's not long. It's less than two weeks, like you said. Like, and it doesn't. The timeline doesn't matter. Thank
2: fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: By so the the first day one is seventy seven pages out of. 228 so like just that first day is like a third more than a quarter of the book yeah it's a big chunk of the book and you know it feels like obviously a lot has happened but you know strictly chronologically it's just been a day
0: (laughs) yeah it benefits too from the fact that like james and poppy know each other Mm -hmm. this isn't and i just met the boy of my dreams and i'm going to marry him but oh no i have cancer and he loves me too like no his decision comes about out of years of friendship that we are just told from the get go mm-hmm. exist, and because we see how they interact, we believe yeah, amazing. <laughs> I love that, like <laughs> thank you for not cramming this all together uh in a way that made me very confused, being like, "But you just met this boy <laughs> right
1: like no, no, it's been a long time they met she she does a a Tommy and a Jenny thing, were like they meet in kindergarten and Poppy defense, but but they do it better because James is actually yes. a worthwhile character,
0: right? And he has cared about her, but he's not been able to look at his feelings mm-hmm. until she's like gonna die. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and there's because there are only two of them. Like there's no third point on this love triangle except briefly yes. Ash, which barely counts.
0: It doesn't count because he's just macking on her. She's like, "What are you doing?"
1: So, LJ doesn't have to, like, tease you by trying to make somebody else appealing. She's allowed, she's able to just go all in on James and Poppy and them, their feelings for one another.
0: Yeah. Just the romance. Phil isn't her ex. He's her twin. Like, thank you. It was, it was very, very necessary. Yeah. It's interesting where, like, it's not her best work. And yet, so much of it within it is. Mm Mm-hmm like so 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 good the ending kind of flops yeah 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 <laughs> or the climax the climax kind of flops but not in a way that made me like super mad just kind of like yeah well you didn't have any time left so
1: yeah right like you yeah fair enough you had this thing that you had to take care of and you know it wasn't wasn't great but it doesn't fuck up the rest of the book
0: yeah exactly it doesn't erase what i felt for like 200 pages mhm oh uh... It's actually it's a hard book to talk about because it's just a lot of emotions.
1: Well, I mean, I think that's that's fair. You know, we don't have to like <laughs> we don't have to like go into every every bit of why. But yeah, you know, it's I think it's enough to just say like good emotions, shocking, do enjoy,
0: <laughs> shocker. The book is good. <laughs> um. Oh, I had mentioned to you the way that James and Phil are. Mm-hmm. How I was getting Matt and Stefan vibes. Mm-hmm but without any desire to ship them Mm -hmm. and how like that, you know, from a backless perspective, they feel like they fit within that, Mm -hmm. but that they obviously had a different um, relationship than Matt and Stefan. But yeah, absolutely. Give me, give me two guys who care about a girl and then go on a road trip to save her. Sounds fun.
1: (laughs) That was a part of what reminded me of the, like the other Christopher Pike books that we've read where there is like That sort of tender relationship between two dudes. Yeah. Uh, Even if there is, like, between these two, like, conflict briefly. Like, they're allowed to feel, like, very intense emotions around one another. And they don't have to, like, no homo it, you know? (laughs) They don't
0: have to man up not show their tears.
1: Right. Like, they're allowed to, like, be traumatized and cope with it together
0: your sister is dying your best friend is dying yeah yeah it was so good to see boys because they're boys Mm -hmm. have a chance to just experience emotions in life (laughs) right and i liked the three points of view i i do think that there needed to be like a phil chapter a little early on Mm -hmm. maybe when like he was headed to to come visit Poppy or or something like maybe a scene of him learning about her diagnosis just to give us an early Phil chapter but like LJ stuck the landing with letting Phil have later chapters because I was worried that we were only going to have Phil chapters while Poppy was kind of right. out of it
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I was like oh don't do that don't be a TV Phil <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't he was his own character and, and he was ultimately a good boy um, I remember when I had reached like a certain point I was like I love Poppy and I love James and I don't love Phil but I appreciate that his instincts are correct <laughs> but now I ultimately do I do love Phil he's a good boy Like they're all good kids mm-hmm. except for Ash I, I think that's
1: a very good LJ recognizing a thing she's gonna have to do right because Poppy's gonna be out of it for a few chapters so she needs to have somebody beside James right yeah. So her recognizing that and then using that opportunity to make Phil a character, you know.
0: Because he hadn't been, he'd just been like this overprotective brother until that right. point.
1: Right. But, you know, she saw she was going to have to, you know, do some some work there and she used the opportunity to do work and it wasn't just um, perfunctory,
0: you know. Yeah. It wasn't just, I need to use the Phil TV for five seconds. Exactly.
1: I was trying to subtweet Amy, but I don't know why. She just did it better than
0: Dan. I'll just fucking say
1: it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So I feel like that leads us into probably the the truly backlist part of this uh, episode. Uh Uh-huh. Of comparing this first foray into the night world.
1: Yes. I'm so curious.
0: Okay. So, like, from the get-go, right there. Right. Amelia Outwater Road's very bad about doing TV point Mm -hmm. of view, Mm -hmm. where it's just, this is happening, and so I guess we need to show it, um, who's there, okay, we'll use that person. Right. As opposed to here, where we have three points of view, and everyone's point of view fucking matters. They have feelings, they have, again, interiority. Yeah, I don't look at Phil's chapter and James' chapter and go, wait, I'm sorry, are they not Poppy? Right, yeah, it's not an omniscient narrator, which is what half of the *Dennis Shadows* ones ends up feeling like when we switch to, you know, the Dominique TV for one chapter. <laughs> but fully, oh my God, this is just—it's got to be where Amy cribbed the majority of their ideas, it's like so between funny. between all of the, you know, Vampire Diaries and Forbidden Game and even some Secret Circle. But then you get here. And it's just like, I wish I knew whatever else was out there, right? But we know that they read these books. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm reading and I'm like, Secret Worlds. Mm, but it's 96. How much else is out there? I personally know that that author, they don't know Vampire the Masquerade uh, up until that point. Except for like a fucking video game in the early 2000s. So, has to be from Nightworld, right? Has to be all of these creatures coming together vampires and witches and shapeshifters like has to be from the night world. Mhm. We've got motherfucking black flowers.
1: Mhm. Black roses specifically.
0: Black roses. This one has black dahlias and black poppies and black roses, but Amy has black roses.
1: As the symbol for vampires
0: specifically. I don't know. That's just a symbol for vampires. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, mm hmm, yeah. mm hmm. Sketch, little sketch right there. Mm-hmm. There's two kinds of witches. <laughs> and like, I know that it's not witches and tree stays, but how interesting that you have two kinds of witches as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and then you've got shapeshifters and.
0: Yep. And oh, look at these vampires. They don't burn in the sun either.
1: Right. Their powers weaken during the day. Their powers the are weakened with...
0: during the day. Yeah. Now, these ones have normal eyes, except when they're being real vampy. And then they've got silver eyes. Mm -hmm. But Amy's have black eyes all the time. And that feels adjacent. (laughs) Oh, we've got secret clubs Mm -hmm. and cafes. We've got an entire city on the East Coast. Oh, we own Las Vegas. Okay. Okay. The Dead of (laughs) Shadows.
1: Guess how whiteboard.
0: Has clubs and has cafes. And has entire cities. Mhm. All just for the Den of Shadows people. This is too much.
1: It's very funny because like I forgot how much overlap there was between uh just the, the basic like world setup and Amy's setup. Like obviously we've talked about we haven't encountered it yet, but we've talked about like Circle Daybreak and Single Earth.
3: Yeah.
0: But
1: no, I forgot about the roses. I forgot about the clubs. And I was reading this and I was like, Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> oh my god there's a fucking holiday the solstice and so one of the elders is having a big party and they do it every year (gasps) kendra has a big party every year on the winter solstice like again i look at it and go how much of this is just tropes and how much is you internalized this crap when you were fucking 12
1: it's such a good question because you know obviously a lot of this stuff is tropey now like having uh, yeah vampires controlling cities having like vampire elders vampire princes like a lot of that stuff does come from vampire the masquerade
0: yeah. um it all builds off of each other people you know steal ruthlessly
1: right and i just i was just looking at it just curiously to see when uh laurel k hamilton uh published oh the yeah first, anita blake that was 93 so was three years oh, before that's this. interesting
0: because that's another series that i know amy was reading by the time it was you know like Ninety nine, two thousand. Right.
1: So, like, those are definitely all spices in here, right? But there are just there are some
0: things that are very specific, you know. Done of shadows took it and filed off the the numbers from the factory and the emotions.
1: Because I mean, that is the other thing. It's so interesting for the first entry in the Night World series to be one, uh, like a a vampire book with cancer, and then to compare that to I mean, I'm not going to dunk on Forest because I still think Forest is probably where Amy peaked,
0: but um, <laughs> and that one also definitely has a bunch of last vampires.
1: Oh yes, that is that right? That we did we did reverse engineer that, didn't
3: mm-hmm, we? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but like to compare this to later books like Demon, it, it is such a young person's interpretation, a, a young person's remix of all of the tropes into something very teenage.
0: Yeah, this is. You get the hints of demon, you get the hints of shattered mirror. You definitely get, like, just where those worlds came from out of this. And I the you've said the like we get to see witches, so I'm wondering how that one will compare to Shattered Mirror more specifically. And I know Black Dawn is the one that everyone always mm-hmm. mentioned being like Midnight Predator. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting to have this conversation. Uh, most books, I'm I'm very curious
1: because even just like the like as we were discussing earlier, the brief mention of like Thierry, the the elder vampire with a name, who is just <laughs> sort of bopping around in the background, where you're like, what's that person's deal? What's What's, right? he, what's he got going on? That felt very
0: That's den, extremely den. Cause it's like let's just meet a character, and you're like, oh. This book will deal with this character that you saw before, and then I'm going to introduce other characters and you'll see them later. Like, I'm expecting, I'm expecting that L.J. Smith will do it better.
1: Yeah. What I, what I will say is that L.J. Smith pays it off. Like, obviously, we all know about Strange Fate, so like, we can't hold that against her. But, <laughs> like, when you hear about Terry, Thierry, he comes back. Like, it's not so Good. fucking... Wild cards, Elizabeth charcoal bullshit, where you're never gonna know, but we're gonna talk about her a lot because
0: she's really cool. We're gonna tell you how many times KE fucking burned down Mayhem.
1: Right. Like, good. That's the way it should have been. Right. Like, you feel looking, obviously, in hindsight, because we have most of the books in this series now. LJ had a plan. And obviously, like, Amy maybe planned to publish stuff, but like, LJ, I think LJ knew.
0: LJ had a plan for publishing. Right, right. Where Amy was just writing in the world, and so therefore characters could show up. Sure. Which is not a bad way to go around it, but... But when you're publishing books, have a fucking plan. Yeah. Yeah. So that your worlds feel cohesive to your readers, and you're not sitting here going, but when are we going to learn anything else about Rasika? Ugh, oh, God, I know.
1: And... You know, not every character from this series comes back,
0: but... Sure. Okay, I want to know, do James and Poppy at least get mentioned? You can just say yes or no.
1: I'm fairly confident that at some point somebody says that they're members of Circle Daybreak.
0: This makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also feel like, you know, again, if I was making a 10-book series... That Phil being like, I do not want to be part of this, I don't want anything to do with it. I would make sure that that boy has to deal with this at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, don't say anything on that one, but that's my hope for Phil is that he has to deal with this crap. <laughs> is that no, you don't get to get off that easily. The night world will come for you. Right. I want that, and I look forward to that, to seeing like more characters. I'm looking forward to seeing the next book you know, who comes back, what new characters were introduced to. Like, so far, the soulmate thing hasn't been bad for me. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it sounds like it might be
1: um, in the future. <laughs> but, you know, like, they touched minds. So I'm like, oh, LJ. I did want to mention that, though, because this one does not go as hard on the soulmate thing as they do in the future. And I feel like maybe LJ was sort of feeling it out Um, Mm. because it functions very differently and like based on the the rules as the book goes along you do sort of wonder like how did james and poppy not know that they were soulmates because (laughs) it becomes it is immediately obvious for everybody else
0: oh interesting do they we get the rl stein and he looked at her and fell in love they have to touch but no, they have to touch I have to touch. Well, fucking presumably James and Poppy have, like, ever touched. Right? That's why I was
1: sitting there like, wait, am I remembering it wrong? Then I'm like, no. No, I'm pretty sure they have to touch. No, it is the book to who touch. is wrong. Like, no, I think LJ was just sort of figuring stuff out. Because, like, Poppy does this whole thing of, like, we can never, like, be in each other's minds again because vampires don't take blood from other vampires. But, like. Right.
0: But because she's a psychic.
1: Uh, But, like, I'm fairly certain that it does not take that much going forward. But I might also be misremembering. We'll find out. We shall.
0: We shall. I I will be very intrigued to see. Because this this series, this Nightworld series, these nine motherfucking books plus a bonus (laughs) episode, are, it's like starting a new backlist and just knowing Mm -hmm. everything that we already know. Mm -hmm. So it will be interesting to see how, you know, the world progresses, how the author... Like, hones in on their thesis, basically.
1: Yeah. It's, I'm definitely going to be curious about, like, how much of a plan she had. Because, like, obviously, again, we talked about it in the introduction episode. But, like, Thierry is book five, which is kind of far down the road, you know? Maybe six. you yeah. might be book five or six. So, like, but she she mentioned him and very, very specifically, like, alluded to his deal. So. Yeah. So... It's very interesting that she like had that in book one, even though he is so far down the road.
0: (laughs) Being like, I need to name drop this dude in Vegas so that when I get back to him, you're like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, for sure. So it's very interesting. Let's go. Ready to learn about him.
1: If you'd asked me before, and I think I said it in the intro episode, I would have told you that she sort of made this stuff up as she was (laughs) going, but that does not appear to be the case.
0: Yeah. She's she said that she's had a plan. Mm-hmm. So once we got to including the night world in the last like sixty pages
2: mm-hmm.
0: again, I know I messaged you being like, Ugh, I worry about you know what's the flavor going to be of when the book gets bogged down by being in the night world.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was not as bad as being bogged down in the dun. That's good. Except for the ways in which the ending was just like, why are we doing this? Yeah, yeah. But the night world never felt too much like angry horny cats no and i i think that's the
1: teenager filter like there's definitely something to having an adult writing these things where they're not it's not try hard even a little yeah because like lj's
0: got to be in her 30s by now
1: right and you know lj is definitely a different flavor of woo woo anyway
0: yeah (laughs) Way more focused on the romance Mm -hmm. and touchings and minds and souls. Mm
1: -hmm. Merging like raindrops.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) You said that twice. How many times are we going to get it in the whole series? Um, Yeah, so their their soulmate connection wasn't bad. And I also feel like Poppy stayed herself Mm -hmm. after, which was something that, uh, like, I hate to even bring up Dark Visions. But... (laughs) You know, like, what's her name? Caitlin. hmm When she touched Cowboy and uh, Grumbly Boy. Like... <laughs> you don't even... They don't even have names anymore. It's just Cowboy <laughs> and Grumble Boy.
1: Cowboy and Grumbly they're, Boy. They're fucking cats, cats.
0: <laughs> chariots, chariots. Um, <laughs> she, like, instantly stopped being herself as soon as, like, her and the Cowboy had, like, any kind of connection. <laughs>
1: He wasn't even a cowboy. He was just—I just know, but he wore
0: like a cowboy hat. That's no, all he I didn't. remember.
1: He did not wear a cowboy hat, didn't he? He was I just a
0: southern drawl. I don't know, whatever was southern just boy.
1: Southern.
0: <laughs> What's his fucking name?
1: It's Rob. I love you. Already, oh Rob.
0: It. I never would have guessed Rob. What? know. Oh, it's been like two weeks. It's not been two weeks. <laughs> it's been two months
1: we had a nano in there oh that's true i guess it feels like it's been less time for me because i edited the fucking you've thing. been
0: editing it that's true that's true whereas for me i'm like i will immediately delete that file <laughs> in my brain I've
1: forgotten everything i don't know What if I wear a cowboy hat <laughs> I, I guess honestly i'm
0: surprised i remember her name was caitlin <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> anyway oh, when they it. When they touch their minds or souls or whatever, she stops being herself. Like, we had a different character set up at the beginning when she was living in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Which I remember because you live in Ohio. (laughs)
3: Um,
0: It's the only reason I remember. So, to have Poppy still be Poppy was like, oh, thank fuck. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. For Poppy, it was like, oh, finally. Yeah
0: you do give a shit
1: thanks this is what i wanted
0: so yeah so like that was really good to see i hope that continues with other books that like the characters are just like whoa eye-opening you care about me and i care about you awesome yeah i
1: i will say with lj she has her her big thing about like strong female characters which is debatable but (laughs) totally debatable I think, for her, and just sort of thinking about the series as a whole, it is very much about the female characters influencing the male ones, so mm. they don't really change they are they are all sort of like themselves, and the boys end up you know having some them. some things that they have to work on yeah.
0: Gotcha, gosh. Gotcha. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm very glad for that, and I look forward to to meeting more of her gal protagonists. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So Ash, yes, we should talk about him because we have not.
2: Nope.
0: <laughs> he's set up to be this problem.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: early on, we get a little bit of foreshadowing about ooh cousins or f- family that I don't want to see he's mm-hmm. trying to show up, blah blah blah. And then like he talks with his mom, trying to be like, can I change her? And nobody nobody wants him to be able to change the dog. And she's like, Ash is going to be visiting. He's like, please no. She's like, he can stay at the apartment. And he's like, please no. So we're like, okay. Well, that's going to happen, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, he gets Poppy out of um, out of her grave. Him and Phil drive over to his apartment. He sends Phil away. And, like, I thought at that point that Ash was already going to be in there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is gonna be bad. She's a brand new baby vampire. But no, you know, LJ let them have a night just snuggling. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, all right, I need to go talk to my mom and tell her not to let Ash here. And I'm like, what are you fucking doing? (laughs) You need to stay here, Poppy. What are you fucking doing? And then he fucking leaves. And we find out that he, like, was chasing his mom from one interior decorating job to another. Like, my dude, does she not have, like, A fucking book at home that has her, like, planner? Does she just... A secretary? Something? Can you not call her? You have a cell phone? Why doesn't she have a motherfucking cell phone? That's a good question. Like, you can tell that this was written before people really understood how people will use cell phones. (laughs) Because he doesn't just call her when he wakes up. Going, hey mom, I want to see you today. Can we meet for lunch? Mm-hmm. Like a normal human being in the '90s. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, they're vampires. So yeah,
1: <laughs> they're ultra, ultra human beings,
0: ultra wasps. <laughs> the the best of being humans, right? Like he should know how to reach his mother instead of chasing her around town mm-hmm. and being out and about.
1: Yeah. Once they they get Poppy home and they have their sweet little night together, which is a nice yeah. little moment.
0: Lj. Mm. Forgets LJ, whatever the plot's gonna be. She
1: sort of gives up. I feel like I really relate to LJ at this moment where she's like, So I have to solve this problem. I don't know how. <laughs> and you know what? Cause she
0: set it up that like he's broken the rules.
1: Right? She's like, I did this to myself. I know I have to deal with it. And you know what? It's just not gonna be graceful. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. It's just gonna be weird and clunky. But you know what? Grade me on a curve. The first three quarters was real good, right? So
0: you can handle right? this last forty pages being kind of shitty, okay? Which is funny because that worked for me in that I way know, right? too. It's like this time I give you a pass.
1: It really is. Like I know we discussed it a little bit during the recap, but everything after their first night together uh is a wild hurricane of contrivances, and like I really don't like. The lack of, like, any sort of critical thinking from Poppy in the last 40 pages is very annoying. It's
0: just like, oh, gosh, Poppy, if you're here doing this thing, he'll be in trouble. (gasps) You're right. Instead of being like, I'm going to stay here. Immediately. And we'll talk it out. Well, but if you stay here, he'll want to go with you and then you'll always be in danger. You're right, boy. I just met who I've been told is a problem. Is I'm going
1: with you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it only happens because LJ has this plot there that she needs to resolve. Like, it doesn't yeah. feel organic for Poppy. Uh, we don't know anything about Ash, so it could or could not be organic for him. But, like, he's wildly <laughs> right. inconsistent as this little chunk of story goes along. You know, the cell phone contrivance of, like, James <laughs> being out all day. Like, it's it's a big mess. It's not good structure. And it's not, Enough. like, a good chunk of the book. And, like, I enjoyed Ash for like the first couple pages he was around. I thought
0: he was kind of funny because like I loved him through like the manipulation like her trying to convince him that she was definitely a vampire, super definitely a vampire (laughs) definitely not projecting every thought right out to you where he's like we should talk before James gets back. I keep talking. He's like we should talk before James gets back.
1: (laughs) It's very funny because the the other thing that I didn't like that we briefly discussed is like Poppy being very Elena when she wakes up and just being like humans are vermin and I'm gonna eat my brother blah 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 like yeah it's it's a weird personality shift that I don't think is necessary and it feels
0: right because like Elena was very I don't want to be a human I want to be a vampire and it's like Poppy wanted to live right so why did you. Why do you suddenly get these opinions from?
1: Right, it's <laughs> not, and it's the opinion not the blood. Thing. Yeah, it's not the bloodlust or anything like all that's super normal. But it's like she. Inherits... Oh, I do
0: love how they describe the bloodlust.
1: It's good, but she like inherits the vampire racism, and it's like, where did that come from? Like,
0: why? <laughs> it's a sexually transmitted disease, right there. <laughs> like,
1: why did you wake up a classist? They don't understand.
0: Yeah, like... that that made zero fucking sense. That is the scene. If I couldn't change the end, I would change that scene. (laughs) Just a couple lines.
1: Well, and you have a chance to be, like, more emotional. Like, have her emotionally have to, like, reckon with, you know, her bloodlust and stuff in a way that's not just, like, "Mm, humans are rats now, so it's fine.
0: I mean, like, doesn't smell like a brother. Like, uh, who are you?
1: Right. But, like, so Poppy is, is leaning hard into that with Ash, where she's like, oh, yeah, humans are vermin, blah, blah, blah. And I just, like, Ash is just, like honey. No. <laughs> honey. Like, I don't believe you, so you can stop.
0: You're like a guy holding up his finger with a drawn-on mustache? That's <laughs> fooling me.
1: <laughs> right. So, like,
0: Ash is fun
1: until everybody becomes, like, a weird puppet.
0: Yeah. And him, like, trying to mack on Poppy, and you're just like, is that your fucking goal? To, like, get in her pants to piss off your cousin? Right? Is that it?
1: Because, like, Ash talks poppy into running away with him but not in
0: a romantic way no he's very much like a um like a car salesman in that moment yes i've got an idea we'll take you to vegas i've got cousins there right they won't think anything about it because they're witches let's go i respect you
1: (laughs) he does he's literally says he respects her it's very funny uh but james comes in and he's like oh ash is just going to play with her until he gets bored with her and then he's going to turn her in And it's like why? Why? Right?
0: Who does that serve?
1: Right, like what? there are millions of other women in the world, why this girl? Like, he doesn't even right. make it... He didn't
0: s- say me and Ash have had a rivalry since we were kids, right. blah blah blah. No. This is just who he is, but then he doesn't do it? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Because obviously he's gotta be a love interest later on, so he can't actually have done anything bad.
1: Right. So like, at the very end, Ash... Takes her to Terry's, uh, (laughs) to Vampire Terry's Solstice Bash. He is like, all right, well, you're not going to fuck me. So I'm going to take you to Terry now. And Poppy has to physically fight him because he's like trying to drag her out of the room.
0: Yeah. Like she gets what's going on and and, like has to fight him. And it's like, well,
1: yeah, you know, she she gets out of it. And James and and Philip come to be her backup. She gets out of it herself, you know. Uh, Because she's allowed to start making sensible decisions again. But (laughs) then Ash is just like, you know, he does that thing where he's like, oh, here's this information that you need to resolve this
0: plot. So that James doesn't get in trouble. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I wasn't going to do it. I was just fucking with you.
0: Well, like, you were physically dragging her five seconds ago. Yeah, man. And like, why would you do that? Why not just be like, see that guy over there? I could turn you in. So now you owe me. You don't want to get turned in, you're gonna do the sexy.
1: Right? Like, or just leave her on the stairs in Vegas somewhere. Like, why <laughs> why would you right? go like
0: to the... I thought he was gonna do. I thought he was just gonna drop her with the cousins.
1: Right. Like I it doesn't make sense for Ash to act like he's a threat when he's not.
0: And then immediately stop.
1: Yeah, it's I that's definitely the weakest part of the book.
0: Yeah, because he's like never really a threat there's only the potential he's a threat
1: well they they only tell us he's a threat they keep telling yeah. us he's going to turn her in
0: and then he gives up immediately when it's a lamia a made vampire and a human right <laughs> he's like there are three of you and it's like my dude be a loki turn tail run back into that ballroom <laughs> like <laughs> that's all you have to do you're a vampire Avoid the fight and like tattle.
1: Yeah, it it feels like she was going for a a mercurial Loki vibe, right? Like, oh,
0: he's the trickster Ash. Like he was just messing with you this whole time, but that was really close to like I'm gonna take you up to the top of this volcano and throw you in. Ha ha ha! I'm not. Jk. <laughs> why did you bring me to a volcano then?
1: Right, like why are we here? Yeah, it's. It's very strange. And again, we don't know Ash well enough to for this to yeah. scan,
0: you know. I think he needed to be introduced earlier on.
1: Yeah, I,
0: I agree. And then for him to have shown up at the apartment because, like, some reason, you know, it was just like, oh, Ash, you know... Was- needs to stay somewhere, and I have, you know, people coming over, whatever. Like, some excuse to send him to the apartment.
1: Yeah, or for him to show up beforehand to fuck with James a little bit and establish a rivalry and then fuck off and come back, you know?
0: Yeah, instead of, like, 50 pages to the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It, it's not, Yeah, you know, again, not the best yeah. part of
0: the book. In a book that was so full of very good emotions, mm-hmm. to suddenly have plot was weird.
1: Well, yeah, and then to hijack all the characters to do it, I think. Like, Phil and James are yeah. fine, but Poppy and Ash are not well-served by that sequence.
0: Yeah. Oh, so I wanted to mention the, the bloodlust feeling. hmm I thought it was interesting mm-hmm. that the vampire's blood doesn't carry oxygen.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it is
0: absolutely some fantasy bullshit, but I was here for it. Mm-hmm where it's like our blood doesn't carry oxygen and so we when you don't have oxygen going to your brain and your mm-hmm. body it's bad but humans and animals do so that's why we have to feed on them i mm-hmm. i'm like okay that's a thing and then like they described it and it was terrifying mm-hmm. where like poppy was like she couldn't breathe she couldn't get enough air and it's really you can't get any fucking oxygen cuz your blood can't carry it mhm and she freaks out and she like, they stop at a stoplight and she sees a man and is just like, fuck getting fucking out and I'm going to go eat some dinner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I liked how Phil also felt like he couldn't breathe because he was picking up what she was feeling. And I'm like, oh, you guys are witches. <laughs> this explains so much because I had originally thought maybe he saw James do something weird when they were younger and that's why he's always like this around him. No.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's had instincts. He's just a fucking witch that hasn't been trained. It's mm-hmm. fine. I I did like that. I liked that there was an answer for why they had to do it. And that we got to feel it with Poppy. Mm -hmm. It's just great.
1: Yeah, it felt like another moment of like LJ did some research. You know, we're gonna know every bus that she took out of San Francisco. Like,
0: (laughs) we're gonna know why these vampires uh, have to drink blood. mm -hmm. Because they can eat food, and they don't burst into flames. Their powers just get weakened during the, the daytime, whatever. It felt like I believe her. I haven't done the research, but I believe her that that's what it feels like when you start to be oxygen starved.
1: Yeah. And then it tied in nicely with, you know, some of the horror aspects of like to to be drowning, but to not have a a way to get oxygen except to, you know, feed on somebody. That's that's a pretty horrifying touch. So
0: Yeah, that was good. It felt like some of the old LJ. Mm -hmm. We've been calling her LJ a lot and not Lisa Jane. Lisa Jane, because she's not in trouble. She's not in trouble. <laughs> you get to be LJ when you're not in trouble.
1: Right. You know, it's, you know, you, you use the middle name when they're
0: busted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, too funny.
1: <laughs> I think the only other thing that I had, and it's more yep. of like a something to keep an eye on as we go along. So, like, one of the things that Ash says when he shows up, because uh, throughout all of this, LJ is using, like, James and then eventually Ash and Thea to an extent to sort of uh familiarize us with the way that the night world works. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: one of the things that Ash says when he first meets Poppy is that the elders cuz Poppy's upset that vampires and humans can't fall in love because it makes no sense like obviously. Yeah. And Ash says the elders know that they can't legislate how you feel. What they can mm-hmm. do is terrorize you so that you don't dare show your feelings, ideally so you can't even admit them to yourself. Now, that sounds very gay. <laughs> and I wonder, it's 1996.
0: It's true, the bisexuals exist.
1: Has has Lisa Jane discovered the gays? And obviously Lisa is so Lisa Jane, we're calling calling her Lisa Jane again because I know we're you're back to calling her talk. Lisa Jane because we're talking
0: about the things she <laughs> the doesn't gays. do.
1: Um, the gays. Like I would not put it past her to have a very like closet metaphor in her book and never once think about the gays. <laughs> but yeah. It is so
0: exclusive. You can't have that and not.
1: Right? Obviously we know we already know there are no gays. Yeah. But I am very curious if Lisa was like alluding to it or if she is just so straight that I it think she's never just so occurred straight. to her.
0: Oh, yeah, I think God. she has no idea. Well, you know, I mean just gonna subtweet a bit and not say nothing, but like sometimes you're just so white you don't realize you're doing race metaphors either
1: it's true It's yeah. true i just yeah. i can't imagine writing that and then not thinking about the gays but
0: when they absolutely fucking exist
1: yeah you know like legislate your feelings so you can't even admit them to yourself like man you know
0: boy that sounds Republican like a positive homosexual right, right there
1: yeah so
0: interesting interesting but yeah we'll have to watch we'll have to watch
1: we'll have to see is it a game metaphor? No, but still
0: probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classism metaphor.
1: I mean, at this point,
0: it's a blood-transmitted disease. The mm, classism. Mm, mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: We'll have to. We'll have to really look at this.
0: I want to write like a short story about like, and then the blood of the rich man got into my system. <laughs> And I, too, was a classist. classist. (laughs) But I was a poor, and I therefore hated myself. (sighs)
1: So
0: I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. (laughs) 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 So that I would stop hating myself.
1: That's interesting. I really feel like this is something we need to put a pin in and just really keep an eye on as we go forward.
0: All right. That's good. I, I think we should definitely definitely watch out for the, what is this metaphor right what is this i think it's just star-crossed lovers for her but we for will sure. read into it as much as possible
1: well and you know what there are implications you don't write things in a vacuum lisa james
0: right especially not nine fucking books
1: right well and there's there is a lot of explicit classism and other things as the books go on so you know we'll we'll, we'll see we'll monitor the mm-hmm. situation <laughs> all right well that's all i got you got anything else
0: No, I think I'm good.
1: Oh, nice. Nice, 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 nice,
0: nice. It's nice to have read a book Mm -hmm. and been excited to talk about it and not be mad walking away from the podcast. Yeah. It's not like I'm never mad at the podcast, but like just being like, oh, and I spent four hours (laughs) (laughs) venting about this fucking book. (laughs) Good job, LJ. Good job, LJ. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Can't wait to read daughters of darkness which is your favorite one
1: i am so excited for you to read it i'm so excited to read it again
0: well good i'm excited all right well you can find us on twitter at backless podcast you can find me there i'm olivia hennis and you
1: you can find me on twitter at endless underscore run and you can find the podcast at patreon.com slash chill where you can get episodes early. We have at least one exclusive episode, and we're definitely going to have a uh, Patreon-exclusive episode once we get done with all of these Nightworld books. So, yes. you know, there will be more exclusive content. And also, we have to pay for our fucking park. So... <laughs> Oh, why did I do it? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like a real sketchy decision, but it also <laughs> sounds like you were maybe tricked. So, you know. I think so.
0: I think their eyes, like, flashed violet and then, like, green or something. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about that when we meet him again.
1: That's <laughs> right. Some of this shit is so LJ. And my favorite part of it is that all these vampires have eyes like fucking gel pens. So... <laughs>
0: They all have eyes like a falcon using magic. <laughs> oh, LJ. It's amazing. I did love that her eyes were now in a beautiful like chem like emerald green. It's great.
1: Oh yeah. We didn't even we didn't discuss it, but it's very funny how the vampire erased her freckles and made her beautiful. I was anyway. sad about
0: that actually. Oh I forgot. <laughs> I did. My four freckles were gone. I'm like, that is not a blemish. Fuck you, alter. Mm. Lisa Jane.
1: Lisa Jane.
0: I've got so many freckles, would I stop having freckles? Fuck you.
1: No, it, you know, we do meet Poppy again because I remember somebody describing her and they describe her as a vampire. Her being like extremely vampire beautiful. So
0: interesting. interesting. That's just what it She's does. particularly pretty. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all those curly red hair. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We love you all. Yeah. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.